Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and welcome to my blog, where it is both my mission and my pleasure to highlight my creative journey in hopes of inspiring you, giving you a specific takeaway. All that way, your journey can be at least a little bit easier. Now, before I fully dive into things, allow me to invite you to subscribe if you haven't already, that we get all the various lessons and episodes that I put out right when I put them out. Thank you if you just did, and thank you if you already were. It truly does mean a lot to me, as I hope it does to you. So let's get into this. This past week has been kind of a whirlwind of exciting stuff, right? You know, um, every week at the start of it, I create a to-do list and try to knock everything off that list. Um, and this week, a lot of things kind of came up that I had to react to in a good way. Um, so first off, let me start off by saying all the things that are now being presented to me as opportunities are because people are taking notice of the stuff I've done in the past, right? And that's always been the goal, is to showcase that I want to work, that I can create, and figure out a way to make stuff happen regardless of the circumstances. And so it really is a taking a leap of faith on yourself in spite of whatever criticism there may be. And, you know, I've certainly dealt with obstacles along the way and heartaches and stuff of, of that nature and dealt with the naysayers, right? The ones who nitpick a project and say, oh, you know, here's how it could have been improved and so forth. And not in a constructive way, right? I think... You know, whenever I talk about someone who's a naysayer, it's not in the spirit of someone that is rooting for you and that is trying to add genuine input to elevate what you are doing. But people, whether it's jealousy, envy, just their own insecurities, whatever it may be, that's who I'm referring to, right? And it is moments such as last week and, and you know, um, that really showcase to me that you can't take it to heart ever. And it is because of the things, you know, however, you know, me meaningful or meaningless in those moments it might seem that actually propel you forward. You know, um, they act as stepping stones. Now, you should never look at them as stepping stones. You know, uh, every project that I've ever done, I've given it my all as if it could potentially be my last. Uh, not that I ever thought that necessarily, but, you know, certainly you give it your all in those moments. And it's because of that reason people see that effort, uh, the creativity, the dedication, and so forth to, to get it done. And so that puts me at this opportunity. So I know I'm laboring the point, but it's interesting how many people don't adhere to that, you know, and try to set themselves up where everything's perfect or they have a fear of being judged and so they don't step forward, yada, 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 right? And, you know, that's just not me. You know, I, I, I find the joy in creating 
And yeah, there's, you know, there's room for improvement with everything that I do. And I'm well aware of the pitfalls and so forth. But, you know, as I, as I, now my big thing with my most recent movie is, listen, you might not be able to like my movie, but you can't tell me I made a piece of shit movie, right? Um, and so, and especially now seeing the things that are coming, the opportunities that are coming because of that movie, um, which wouldn't have been possible without my first movie and everything else that came before then, right? Um, it's all, it's all a part of it. It's all a journey. Anyway, so now where I'm at is I have this project that is aimed to be a trilogy. It's an animated um, series of, of movies. And I have the opportunity to present it um, to people who invest in movies, you know? And I don't know what'll come of that, but I'm putting myself in the position to be able to do that. And what's nice is, unlike past crowdfund campaigns and so forth, I have someone who really believes in this and is pushing it forward and putting their resources into making sure that that it succeeds from that perspective, which is a very good position to be in. Um, somewhat daunting in the sense that I've never been in that position, but it's, it's fun, you know, having sort of the wind at your sails. Not that it doesn't mean that there's not a lot of work. You know, it's almost like you have the wind at your sails and you're going really fast, but the water's turbulent. Um, you know, like there's tons of waves and so, you're kind of having to uh, manage all of that at the same time while going extremely fast. So that's what this kind of feels like. But, you know, knowing that there's other people there along with me is really awesome. And, you know, I've, I've, ha I've had people be collaborative with me, certainly. And, you know, in a, in a very positive way, like I have so many, like, thank God for every single one of those people, but they've been on the creative side and we, we've managed to get it done. Now I have someone on, let's say, more of the business angle um, and kind of looking at the larger picture of it all. And that's really exciting. And, you know, part of in doing this um, and, you know, just talking about taking another sort of leap of faith is doing this project as an NFT project. And it's like, okay, well, what does that even mean, right? That's a very fancy term that you might have heard of, okay, an NFT, non-fungible token, but what the hell does that actually mean, right? And so being able to deep dive that and uh, figure out the specifics for this project and how it applies to people and being able to talk about it with people in a layman's term, uh, that's part of the challenge, and also, you know, through all of it, there's the legality side, right? And so, you know, um, this person that I'm collaborating with, they're bringing in their legal counsel to make sure that's all cleared up and so forth, which is, again, another resource that, um, you know, I've had friends that have helped me out, um, but certainly in the crypto NFT space, uh, you know, it requires 
a next level expertise that in addition to the entertainment law, let's say, right? And so that's been another great aspect of all of this. And one thing I guess I should say was that anytime I've talked about NFTs and crypto, um, it should be noted that it was always for educational purposes, right? You know, and it and it's true um, because, you know, part of this whole journey is learning that space and getting myself educated about, you know, Web 3.0 and the tools that exist in there. And when I say Web 3.0, I also use that as an all-encompassing term, which I know is not directly supposed to be an umbrella term for this, but artificial intelligence tools and capabilities, you know, like um, uh, what's the, um, like mid-journey, I think it's called, um, which is a AI for creating images. Um, but anyway, so, you know, I'm excited to sort of dive into that for the reason that I think it, it leverages the ability of artists to have ownership and make money with their stuff and bring it to a wide array of audiences and create some really cool stuff, you know? And it's a very interesting time, certainly, to be considering that and saying this just in general because there's FTX, right? And, you know, what happened there? Well, the, the differ, difference with that is that was centralized, whereas the crypto space that I advocate for and am a fan of is the decentralized, which... Um, you know, it's a very nuanced sort of thing that I'm ill-prepared to really deep dive and explain. Like, I, I kind of I, I kind of know it in my heart of hearts of, like, what it all means. But, you know, I'm not at a place to be able to teach it. And it's when you can teach something where you're a true master. And, and that's what this process really for me is aimed towards, to become, uh, you know, an expert in this space so I can help other artists um, achieve the same thing, right? I want to provide a way to do that. So, you know, that's that's been really interesting. And so I'm learning about the NFT space as much as I can, right? Whether it's Kevin Smith's movie, looking up every movie that has had an NFT component um, and all that stuff, right? And also just kind of getting my hand around Discord because that's a big place where the where just communities in general, but certainly the Web 3.0 community is located and talking and things of that nature. So, you know, really trying to just be a good observer and ingratiate myself into the culture as it were, right? And so, you know, as part of all this, I'm having to create a pitch deck, um, the outline revisions, and um, as well as the text for what you know, as far as like you know, taking the the copy that might appear when you do a standard crowdfund campaign. So typing that out and then trying to fit it into you know the 
uh, NFT space and stuff like that. So it's it's been very interesting, and you know I'll keep you kind of updated on all of this. But a lot of it's in going into the presentational material, and right now just call it ad copy if you will, or just copy in general, right? Meaning text um, for all of this stuff, and you know some of it's like I have to create a video um, talking about what the project is um, and various things. So. Some things you can kind of recycle, but then of course, based on if it's just, you know, gonna be uh, text-based, you know, you kind of wanna put it some way versus like if you're talking about it, you just kind of alter it slightly and so forth, right? Um, To these different mediums. So I've been really working on that and uh, I think I have a pretty decent pitch deck, you know, it's just strictly from the content side. Um, I always like to get a flow for everything, you know, pull pictures and just kind of randomly, not randomly, but, you know, very crudely put them in. And then um, once that's all sort of buttoned up, then go to a graphic designer to be like, okay, here's everything that you would need, you know, now actually give it a visual flair and kind of taking it from there. So that'll happen or start to happen this week. Um, you know, also as part of that, um, a big component for the pitch deck is having, um, the various characters drawn for, for the pitch deck because it's an animated movie. And so you want to showcase that, right? And that's been a big goal of mine is just to get as many characters sketched out as we can. And when I say sketched out, I mean quite literally, you know, um, it would be great to have like a final beautiful rendering of it, but just for now it's like, as long as we can kind of showcase just a component of it, you know, enough to nudge, enough to paint the picture as it were, um, then that's sort of most important to me. Um, the other sort of aspect, you know, I, 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 ta- I said that, you know, the outline was part of it. Um, I had a great meeting, in fact, just today with, um, my, with two of my collaborators that are very story-oriented, John Comerford and Sarah Stratton. And, you know, Sarah Stratton in particular loves fantasy and sci- science fiction. Um, John's just a great storyteller and script doctor. Um, and so we had about an hour and 40 minute meeting about everything. And, you know, it's, it's always one of those interesting things because, you know, you're, you're essentially taking shots and, uh, and I, and I appreciate it, right? Like it's, um, it's all needed whenever I, I'm sort of working on this. It's just me alone with my thoughts and, you know, no sounding board, I, I, and it's just great to get their feedback on, okay, um, what is overall working? And then, you know, the biggest questions. And the questions really allow me to then go back to it and and figure out, okay, what are the problems and how do I solve for them, right? Because they're questions that I wouldn't have been able to think of myself, right? Um, and not only that, they're also wonderful because, you know, throughout the whole process, as a question gets gets raised, I go to answer it, right? And kind of, you know, talk about what it is that I'm going for, um, for something that, let's say, that caused confusion. 
and then they can start to generate some ideas. So um, it works in that way as well, and, and it's really exciting. You know, it's it, it's one of my favorite aspects, right? And it's certainly a very daunting story. Like this is, I mean, the fact that it's a trilogy is, <laughs> you know, audacious enough. And right now we're focusing strictly on the first movie of it. And yeah, you know, you just have to keep um, working and revising um, on it. Because whenever you do ultimately read any beloved work or see a movie or a TV show or listen to an audio drama, whatever it may be. The fact of the matter is, the more effortless it seems, the you know, like the, the more like streamlined everything is and perfected and the needle is thread throughout, what you come to learn is <laughs> the harder it was. You know, it's 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 years of dedication, it's um, craftsmanship, studying time just sitting at the table, you know, writing, thinking, collaborating, and so forth. And so that's my goal, and I'm, I'm very grateful to, to have people like this in my life and, you know, to, to, to provide that feedback and drive the direction of something and, and be also at the same time encouraging, right? Um, I think... When I talked about naysayers a little bit earlier, I think that's a big component where I can tell who's genuine and giving me that that input because they want to see this succeed versus someone that's just tearing you down. And, you know, we kind of wrap things up at the end. And they talked about, because like for the, about like an hour and 35 of it, let's say, was really okay, like, you know, here's questions, here's um, potential issues, blah, blah, blah. But then we, we did wrap it up of like, here's what did work. And, you know, the, there was the also overall encouragement of, you know, I really believe in this story and I want to see you tell it. And that was great. And as I kind of joked, listen, I don't know if I'm the right person to tell this story, but I will do everything in my power and go all the way with it because I... Um, to tell it. And that's a major theme of this story that I'm trying to tell in general. Um, it's like there's a character, there, there's the main character, right? Um, and it draws inspirations, you know, it's akin to The Matrix or Star Wars or whatever, where you have like this, or Harry Potter, where you have like this chosen one. But I'm trying to work against the idea of like that they're the chosen one. Um, because they're special just inherently, but they're, they're the chosen one because they step forward, right? And all that to say that we all have the ability if we just step forward, right? And in that same way, that's essentially my journey with this. It's like, you know, this is the idea I had. Certainly, you know, Someone like, let's say, a Neil Gaiman, who I absolutely adore, would be a, able to like just do wonders with this, or um, and do it much faster than perhaps I could. But 
you know, um, maybe he'll join me. I don't know. I'm putting that into the universe. Neil Gaiman, if, if you want to join me <laughs> in, in writing this, I, I would gladly welcome you. Um, but all the same, you know, the idea came to me. Um, it's resonating with me. And, you know, I'm the one to, to tell it because I am the one doing it, right? Because if, if it was meant for somebody else, then they would be doing it. Um, so yeah, it really just is all about kind of just stepping forward and, you know, we have agency in that way. Um, so that's the bulk of sort of everything. Um, I wanna get into some other areas real quick though, um, but before I do, um, I do wanna make mention of my Patreon page, patreon.com slash philsvitek. That's a way to support me and everything that I do. And um, in exchange, you get to interact with me on a more uh, personal level. Um, and so what I've done is, and you, and you get a behind the scenes look at various things that I create. So, uh, you know, there's just one tier of support. It's $10 a month. Um, it's like having a subscription to me. And yeah, you get bonus stuff, you get a monthly Q&A and things of that nature. So that is available to you um, if that's something of interest. Or of course, you can just you know, go straight for my coaching um, or support me through you know, my books, my movies that are available to you. Those are all linked to down below if you want to check those out. Um, so, But anyway, um, a few of you reached out. Um, because last week I, on, on the vlog, I talked about um, my dog, you know, and that she's going through health stuff. Uh, the good news is, you know, she had these seizures. Uh, she's on meds now. So as of now, she's not had any more seizures. She's back to being uh, sort of overall her regular self. Um, we have a uh, checkup tomorrow. Um and, but overall, you know, she's going to be dealing with stuff, but overall, you know, her quality of life, which was the main thing, remains very good. And so um, I'm happy for that. So, um, yeah, great to be able to report that. Also, uh, December 3rd at noon, uh, team, uh, team uh, filmmakers and I are going to be at LA Comic Con in room 405. We're going to be going over how to make a feature film on an indie budget without sacrificing scope and scale and ambition. And uh, so I'm very excited for that. Um, we've been, you know, behind the scenes prepping and making sure that we have good tips for everyone that, that does show up, um, that we have good visual aids, that we have um, just all that stuff, right? Um, so that's... It's been a fun process. Um, again, <laughs> lots of effort and time going into it, <clears throat> but it'll all be worth it, and I'm really excited for it. So, and then the last part, um, I've been dealing with this um, this tech issue of exporting a master video file for for a project of mine, and the the main thing that's been kind of hindering me is the export of these audio submixes. So, you know, the, the master video itself needed to have a 5.1 mix, 
a stereo mix, a stereo mix without the dialogue, so just the music and the effects, and then a 5.1 mix of just the music and the effects as well. So those are the four sub-mixes. And um, I was just having these various issues with Adobe um, for one reason or another, you know, for quite some time um, for, for this in particular, but finally I managed to um, crack the case and um, I will do a video on that in the future. Um, so, you know, people kind of know what I did and how to do it for themselves. Um, but, you know, that's kind of what I've been dealing with. And, you know, you just, again, if you just kind of work at the problem, as Albert Einstein says, you know, um, it's just, you know, um, continue, to, continue to work at the problem and you will get towards the solution. Um, also, just something completely random that I thought I'd share. Um, I was watching Shark Tank, and this guy had an invention for bananas so that they don't go um, bad as fast. And apparently, you know, so he had this, like, little hat thing that you put at the top of the bananas. And I don't know the full science behind it. Apparently, it's, like, something to do with oxygen or something being absorbed, not being as absorbed. Um, and Damon... Um, on the show, he asked, so is that why they had like the little plastic wrap um, sometimes on the bananas at the grocery store because they're trying to preserve them for longer? And he's like, yeah. And so it's like, you know, um, I appreciate this product. I don't know if I'll buy it, you know, because it's the simple idea. I just need to put like something to cap off like the top of my bananas and then they'll stay, um, you know, fresh for longer. So I figured I'd you know, that was kind of like a mind-boggling, simple tip that it's like, no, who would have ever thought of that? Because, you know, whenever I buy bananas, like, you know, I feel like the obligation to eat them within like two to three days because then they start to go bad. But now apparently this adds like, you know, five to eight, maybe 10 days, you know, depending on the bananas they are and so forth. So, yeah, <laughs> this certainly helps me out. I figured maybe it'll help you out. Um, and that's why I call myself the 360 Creative Coach because anything that's a benefit in life, that why not, right? So, um, yeah, that's what I have for you this week. Thank you, as always, for taking the time to tune in. I truly do appreciate you. As always, if you have any questions or thoughts of your own, comment down below or hit me up on social media at Bill Spitek. Would love to hear from you. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you. I appreciate you. Enjoy the World Cup, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.